Hello and welcome to another episode of Growing With Content. I'm your host, Victor Edo, and on the show today, I'm stoked to have Obaid Durani, the Head of Brand and Content at Pakistan, to walk us through how he combines brand and content and social to drive growth. Thanks, man. I appreciate you having me. It's really, I'm really excited to talk to you. Um, yeah, so... Um, you know, I've been, I started in, you know, I guess what you could say, like the traditional content marketing um, uh, path, you know, and, and it's, and it's weird, like even to this day, I still see myself as like a content marketer. A lot of, a lot of people I've talked to, they might put me like in brand marketing bucket or like a demand gen bucket, but I still see what I do as content marketing. And I think it's just evolved over time. And, you know, back when I used to run my agency, for example, um, it started off like we were just doing blog posts and stuff, blog posts, SEO, helping companies drive traffic and, um, you know, writing blog posts that rank and all that stuff. And at in that point of time, like that was what I was trying to get better and better at. So, you know, I would. I followed a specific, you know, thought leaders, I guess you could say, and I learned from specific sources and stuff. And the things that I was trying to improve at that time was like on page SEO and, um, you know, how do I write better intros and, you know, how do I, uh, you know, clear scope or, you know, clear scope my content better. So the keyword placement's a bit more natural. So at that time, you know, that's what I was trying to learn. But as I continued like learning these things and the, the phrase like make good content would get thrown on, thrown around a lot. So I started sort of questioning what that was like, what does that even mean to make good content? And, you know, that's when I sort of stumbled across like the whole demand gen side of things. And, you know, I joined, joined a company somewhere, try to scale a company, try to scale a SaaS company, you know, get that experience under my belt. That was more appealing to me than to kind of continue to sit around and, you know, write blog posts, scale website traffic. It, I mean, at that point, like I had done it a lot, you know, so it, it kind of was like, it wasn't a challenge really anymore. So I moved to, um, you know, the demand gen side of the industry. And, you know, I say that because it's like a totally, you know, it's a totally different group of like who you learn from and who you're following and the type of things that you're talking about and your areas of focus and the type of topics and experiments you're exploring. Um, whereas like traditional content marketing side, it's very much, you know, focused around, um, Google algorithm updates and how is SEO changing and eat and, you know, um, this type of optimization. And I don't know, you know, what, what kind of topics are in, in, in right now, but that's kind of what it was. And it's like, okay, cool. You know, like moving beyond this, like, what about, you know, brand building? What about like impacting the sales cycle? What about, you know, um, partnering with sales and actually having like real conversations with them. What about understanding how pipeline is impacted and sure this content is ranking and sure it's driving traffic, but like, 
what's happening with that traffic like are they converting into free trials are they converting into users are those are they then converting into paid customers like if so to what extent is are all of these blog efforts like impacting these things so like there is all of this stuff from the demand gen crowd that's what allowed me to sort of you know explore all of those questions and explore all of those like curiosities and things and so that was really good for me because it was a it was i got to sort of be exposed to um a different side of b2b SaaS marketing one that was going a bit beyond um the blogging and seo focus area of focus in terms of a marketing engine and it was moving more towards like the bigger picture you know um you're seeing how all of this stuff works together and now you're able to explore this and you know all your little curiosities and questions that you have and the experiments that you want to do you get to start to 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 do those things so now you're able to expand your experience and you're able to go beyond the things that you would you know usually still be doing at that time had you not made that transition let's go to the first part of cool. the show where we just want you to walk us through an actual case study of how you've been able to combine brand content and social to impact pipeline yeah um for sure it's a it's a bit of a loaded question so i guess i could just let's see um i want i want to be able to explain all of this in a way that one makes sense and two like you can actually maybe even emulate it and you know uh implement it yourself um um i joined hockey stack earlier in march around march 2023 amir one of the co-founders and and the cro of the company uh he reached out to me and you know showed me the product i thought it was amazing it's a attribution and analytics tool um you know we we won't go into all that right now so i join hockey stack now now you know the one of the first things that i do is we i, I talk to the three co-founders so there's amir buddha and arda um amir is a cro then the ceo and the cto um, Buddha and Arda. So I, I'm talking with these guys and we're talking about like business goals. What is it that we want to accomplish, you know, over, it was March. So it was like over the next, you know, three months, over the next six months, by the end of the year, you know, what are our different goals? What do we hope to accomplish? And, you know, the, the, the CEO, the CRO, the CTO, this was, you know, this, this was their conversation to sort of lead i was just there to ask questions and figure out and try to get like the right information that i needed like what are our goals what do we hope to do you know like these this is what's going to set me on the path of figuring out what i need to do right and like this is what's going to dictate how i approach my strategy how i do all of these things so we're, we're talking about goals um and talking about you know different objectives and stuff like that. So I, I learned I learned our goals based off of our goals. You know, we created targets and stuff. I learned about our audience. They told me a lot about like who our ICP is, our customers are. You know, the type of marketers that we want to target. 
all of that kind of stuff. And then we broke it down into different segments. We, we break those segments down into top down, middle out and bottom up where top down are the people at your target orgs that are going to drive company-wide change. Um, middle out are the people at your target orgs that are going to tactically implement that change. At a, at a company, when you're trying to like, if you're marketing your product, if you're marketing your software, and you know you're 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 trying to educate the market on on your narrative, you're trying to educate the market on your product. There's different people at that level. It's not just a matter of like convincing one person, and then like that one person's convinced, and now this company is going to like implement your software, right? So like, there's it's a matter of you know, uh, it's a company-wide thing. It's it's a matter of convincing different people. And we know that, you know, sure, we can go and run Google ads and we can, you know, people come to our blog post from search and we have these, like, bottom of funnel keywords that we're ranking for. Like, these are the people that are already looking for that kind of solution, right? Like, these are the people that are already in market and they're already looking for a solution like yours. And... In that specific space, <clears throat> the reason they're even going to search and they're like converting through search or, you know, however we want to refer to it is because I believe that no other brand in that space has done the work or put in the marketing work to stay top of mind for that specific person, right? Like had, had there been a company in that space, a software company in that space that was doing that, then they wouldn't be looking for this solution, you know, through, oh, I'm converting through this blog post, I saw the CTA, and I'm going to now like need this thing, right? So like, at the end of the day, like that's still just capturing people that are already interested in that thing and are looking for that thing right now. So like, the way that we create more, you know, demo requests and impact pipe, get to people before they already are looking for a solution right and so that's why we that's sort of what we planned our um our strategy around it's a snowball effect right like when you start this like at one time like a month passes and it's like okay now you have one two three people trickling in from the efforts that you put in a month ago two months ago but as time progresses you know like that number consistently goes up it gradually grows up so that's sort of what we planned um the strategy around in terms of just reaching more people so we had our we we sorry going back to uh uh what i was talking about in terms of segmenting our audience i took a little detour there so we had we have the the the, the top down middle out bottom up so like if you're trying to convince, you know, or if you're trying to market to your 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 customer or your your prospect or whoever, your ICP, there's going to be like an executive level or like a leadership level of people that now that you're trying to reach them over time and you're not just trying to capture the people in market, when you're, you know, marketing to people that are out of market and you're putting in that effort, you know, 6 months before, 9 months before, a year before they convert. So the way you break your audience down now is through top down, middle out and bottom up content. And there's going to be that executive level 
So for example, if you're like, you're running a content studio, right? And you're trying to get, you know, you might be telling, you know, your prospects that they should switch from like a lead gen to a demand gen model. I use this example because it's like the, the best way, you know, like the easiest thing for marketers to understand because it's like what we do. But let's say you're trying to get, you know, your prospects to switch from a lead gen to a demand gen model. And like you have your podcast, you know, like Chris Walker does. He has his he has his podcast. He has his shows and a bunch of CEOs and stuff. They listen to it. And then, you know, maybe six months pass by, seven months pass by, two months pass by. And, you know, Chris has convinced them. They turn around and, you know, they're like, you know what, like, let's like they're convinced, but they're not the ones that are going to now implement this change this this switch from a lead gen to a demand gen model right like you just need them to drive that change so that's your top down audience the people that are going to drive that change and then there's your middle out tactical implementation the people that they're going to turn to to actually tactically implement that change these are the people that are going to implement you know the processes and the tech stack and all of that stuff and so that's your middle out content you create content for that segment as well so you know for your top down segment your narrative your unique point of views all of that stuff that's where that comes in whereas with the middle out content you know um your tactical content comes in like how do you actually implement those things that you're talking about and then you have your bottom up content which is content that's meant to reach the end users um at those target orgs that are going to drive awareness and admiration from the inside because like now that we're we've been doing this for example you know let's say nate our our, our head of sales let's say that he's on a on a on a call with a prospect he's doing a demo call and that person now gets on a demo call and oftentimes they're like you know we saw this content you made or we saw we we follow a bed or we follow a mirror we follow this person, um, you know, and that initially makes the conversation easier for Nate. Um, Nate does his thing. And let's say like they end this demo call and then that prospect, they go back to their company because now they have, you know, people that they need to discuss this with. They have people they need to report to. Um, so now they go back and let's say that they ask within, you know, like a Slack channel, like, hey, has anyone heard of hockey stack and then like four or five people within the company they pop up and they're like heck yeah we saw this commercial they made and it was amazing or we follow a bed and he makes music about marketing and it's awesome or whatever right that now makes the conversation a bit easier for that prospect right to have this conversation internally so those people that were like yeah we've heard of obed that's your bottom up content. So that's a part of your, you know, a, a segment of your audience, the end users that are going to actually drive awareness and admiration from the inside, because those marketers that follow us, like those are the people that, you know, are going to actually be using the product at the end of the day. So we did that first. We got down our goals. We got down our objectives. Then we segmented our audience using the top down, middle out, bottom up method. Then we went into building our narrative. And when it came to building our narrative, we, um, the CEO 
uh, Buddha, the CTO, Arda, and Amir, um, the CRO, it was mainly like their discussion. I remember once at one point we had like a three, four hour phone call and it was, it was, it was a really good call. It was amazing. There was like, they were able to convey like so much information to me in terms of our goals, in terms of the vision they had for our product, in terms of the competitive landscape, in terms of our audience, in terms of our market, in terms of, you know, where they want to take this thing in a year, two years, 10 years, five years, right? Um, the way that people currently saw attribution and analytics and marketing measurement and reporting, the way that they saw it, what they were hoping to evolve it into. Like we talked about, you know, dozens of things over like a four hour period. And from that, I was able to get a ton of notes, a ton of information, take it back and then create a narrative, um, which I use the realm of relevancy model to create a narrative. Um, I probably shouldn't get into that because it's going to take forever. But if you want to see what that is, I do have a, a video on it on Hockey Stack Academy uh, that I guess you could just link to the realm of relevancy video in the notes. You could link to the, the oh, top down, middle out, bottom up stuff. I have a video on that. You can link to that. Yeah. And so uh, I use the realm of relevancy to craft a narrative. And, you know, long story short, what that helps you do is turn that narrative into a list of point of views and list of topics that you can create content around. So that way your con your topics are not stemming from or dictated by keyword research. Your topics are stemming from um, this, this, this narrative that you've built that's been built on your product, your company's objectives, your audience's interest, um, you know, things like that. And so we built that narrative um, and then from there, it was a matter of like, uh, okay, you know, like let's, let's, you know, what are we going to, we, we have our goals down. We've segment, segmented our audience. We have our narrative. We have our list of topics now. Then it was a matter of just like getting going in terms of creating content to be able to, you know, deliver the messages that we need to deliver, um, so when I start to make any piece of content, it's like, okay, what goal am I working towards here? Like what objective am I trying to make progress towards here? And it's like, okay, one of our goals was to increase the percentage of qualified demos because we got it up really high and we want to make it even higher. So it's like, okay, that was one of my goals. And I know that in order to achieve that goal, one of my objectives would be, I need to create more product centric content about our features that sticks it's more memorable right so i'm just like all right that's one of my objectives so i pick an objective first when i create content and i'm like okay all right i needed to make more product centric content that sticks like so product content that's memorable so i'm like all right let's do that and then then like step one is like pick an objective step two is like okay what is like the message I want to get across, like, what do I want to convey here? Like, what's the information I want to convey? And I'm like, okay, you know, um, we just released this product feature um, that, 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 that includes podcast mentions in your attribution reports. So you can, you can, um, if someone 
if someone mentions your podcast like on a gong call, Hockey Stack will pick that up and then you can now enter that data into all of your reporting. I thought that was a really cool feature and we, you know, we created a uh, like a feature launch video for it, you know, as you should do. That's mandatory straightforward content, easy content that you you could make. But then I thought like okay, like I want to create content around this feature, right? So I have my objective. Now I have the message that I want to deliver that, hey, Hockey Stack now has this feature that lets you include podcast mentions in your reporting. And then so step three was like to think of the different like content formats that I can make to convey this message because certain content formats are going to be better for certain purposes. Step three was you know determine or just list out the content formats that could help me deliver this message so the message that i'm trying to deliver is hockey stack now has this feature that shows podcast mentions in your in your con in your buyer's journey and your reporting and your attribution data and the 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 best formats for me to do that could be a video I, I wanted to get that information out there quickly and I wanted to have attention. So I, t- I thought video might be the best way to do it. Maybe I write like a quick song about it or whatever. Um, maybe I do a skit about it. So I list out the content formats, talking head video, song, skit, right? And I'm like, okay, cool. So I've got step three down. And then step four is always like in, in, certain, in certain spots, right? So like sometimes you just stop at step three, right? Like you've got your objective, you know what you're working towards, you've got the message you want to convey, the information you want to get across, and now you've got the content formats that are best suited to con- to convey that information. So a lot of times, you you know, most times I feel like marketers just stop there, right? Like you have the substance that you want to offer and then you have the way that you're going to deliver that substance. You have that format. And so like, that's cool and that's what i call straightforward content and we need to do both right like we need to make both so a lot of times you'll stop there but then step four when you're when you've made the straightforward content so in this in this specific scenario as i said we had already made the feature launch video and it already had gotten that wave of wave of attention people already knew that this feature was a thing. So we had made the straightforward content. So now I go to step four and I'm like, okay, how can I deliver this message in a way that's going to be like memorable for the person that's reading it or watching it or listening to it? Like, how do I take this, this clearly this brand asset that I'm making and, and instead make it like a memorable experience for whoever's consuming that content. So that's when I thought like, okay, I'll, you know, I'll make this like TikTok style skit of a marketer venting to his therapist about how the uh, executive team wants to see ROI on the podcast or they'll shut down the company podcast, but the marketer can't show ROI because it's only been running for like a couple of weeks or something. And so as the marketer is like venting about this situation, he's venting about being bullied by the sales team and, and a manager named Greg 
the therapist like consoles him first about the bullying, about how the sales team can't hurt him anymore and like all of these things. And then through his like consolation, he tells him about and asks for your, you know, ROI trouble, like there's hockey stack and da 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 da. And then at the end of the video, there's even like this, you know, uh, voiceover that's like hockey stack helping marketers recover since 1873, right? So like it was a it was a silly skit. So now I post, I make that skit, I post it on LinkedIn. It got like 30, 40,000, 50,000 views, hundreds of likes, all of that stuff. And, you know, it made it made everyone laugh. And, you know, obviously those likes and those views are coming from our target audience. It's coming from our ICP. It's not, you know, coming from lawyers and, you know, doctors and stuff. It's coming from the very people that, you know, we're building relationships with and community with and you know uh, prospects and all of that stuff and ideal customers and all of that stuff so they saw that video and they laughed and all of that stuff but now they're gonna leave with that information that okay pot like hockey stack now has this podcasting feature so that part is just rinse and repeat right like now like you so going back to the bigger picture you've you've crap you you've got your goals down uh you've got your objectives down you've segmented your audience you've built a narrative now it's just a matter of like creating straightforward and conceptual content on all these different like you know these topics in your narrative to be able to accomplish those objectives and then you know you're creating all of this content so you want to distribute it you know you want the people to see it you want the right people to see it you want your audience to see it so you go and you actually distribute this content on the platforms to hang out on so if your audience is on linkedin you go to linkedin if your audience is on reddit you know let's say that you 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 um you have a software that's built for developers or whatever and they hang out on reddit or you know chemical engineers and they hang out on wherever like facebook or wherever it may be like you go to where your audience hangs out and that's where you want to build a presence that's where you want to distribute this content that's where they're going to see it 